smashed my face off an outdoor pull-up bar the other day and it still hurts. Did you get fucking high and decide to cut your beard again? <laughs> you idiot. All right. Okay, we should jam sometime. Uh, we're back. Uh, we took a little bit of a break mm-hmm. uh, given the fact that um, the world is a little bit on fire right now. Yeah. And uh, it's, a, it's a confusing time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just wanted to just take a beat and uh, I think do our part. I think mm-hmm. we probably both have a, a little, a lot to say. Yeah. Um, do you want to, do you want to, you can start off. Oh yeah. I mean, just to add on to that, uh, we've, I think we're not alone in that a lot of artists and, and I'm not really sure about podcasters. Like I, I've said in the past, I don't listen to a ton of podcasts, but um, people have been kind of taking a break out of solidarity and taking time to reflect and and read and learn just a bit about how we can make a change with with everything that's been going on with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, we actually, the protest uh, for Black Lives Matter London happened today, uh, the day that we're recording this. And, um, yes. and yeah, I mean, we've just kind of taken the, the break. I mean, the Blackout Tuesday was this past week, um, which, which was a good move. It, it started with the music industry, as you know, Caleb. Um, yeah. and, and it was a huge campaign and I heard, I wound up hearing that it was actually kind of counterproductive cause it blocked out a lot of information for people. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. I wanted to like, just to touch on that real quick. Cause I, uh, when I first like saw that going around and everything, I legitimately, I didn't do much research into it as I should have, but I legitimately mm-hmm. was like, okay, like, uh, this is a day where basically we're not self promoting. We're not the people that don't need to be talking just need to be listening that day. Right. And when I woke up on Tuesday and just saw like a million black squares, that's when it closed. Like, oh, I was like, I was like, this is what this is. Like, this is what we're doing. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't see how this makes much sense. And then, uh, and then I went to work all day and then I came home and, and then saw all this, like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't be doing that. Like, this yeah. Is, well, as soon yeah, as soon as you them. saw it in, in action, yeah, I thought the same thing. I was, we're effectively censoring all this information that people have been, helping out with there was another person that made a post that said yesterday on my feed it was all examples of the injustices going on like articles on like educating people of like the 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 wrongdoings that have been happening for years and years and years now for like centuries you know all this information that was very useful for people um and information towards protests as well and now it was just all black squares with the hashtag Black Lives Matter, and it wound up drowning out yeah. all of this, these useful messages. Um, Absolutely. And I mean, well, I, and I, I participated as well, you know, because I mean, I'm part of, like, it, it started with the music industry, and then it wound up becoming just a thing for everybody. Yeah. And yeah, it, it just, it was, it, it wound up kind of biting us in the ass in the end. And I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, at its, uh, at its core, it was a good thing. It was maybe just yeah. it wasn't executed yeah, as, the as properly as it probably could have been. Yeah, and like uh, I mean, that's another thing. Like I've been, uh, I was talking to Stephen, uh, Steve Decantis this week. Uh, he was posting a lot of stuff online, and uh, mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't that vocal like really at all. I think I shared a couple things on my story, right? Uh, but I was doing my part, and we were kind of talking. Uh, before this and uh, doing my part in terms of like educating myself <laughs> but uh, uh, we were talking before this about how it's like kind of a weird scary time too because 
you know, both of us have been reading a lot uh, and, uh, and, you know, looking into donations and petitions and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, this weird thing kind of happens where it's like, there's still kind of like some shame that floats around of like, if you didn't do, if you're not sharing enough on your story, people don't think you're doing anything, which I think it's important to know that like, you know, I, the whole, you know, silence is, you know, complacency thing, which I agree with, but I think, uh, being silent and, but I'm reading and I'm listening and stuff like that. You are still doing a part, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're still doing your thing. Yeah. And it gets, that's the thing is like times like these are like, it's kind of like a privileged thing to say, I guess, but it's like, it's still scary because you're like, I want to help. And, but I also realized this past week of like, man, I just haven't been doing my part in terms of, you know, I've seen these videos for years as we all have, and it's frustrating yeah but then it gets drowned out by other things and then and then you know your own life happens and you kind of just forget about it and i think it's time to uh actively remember yeah and and educate yourself and i've been learning stuff i probably should have known a long time ago this week and just been like motherfucker like Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i didn't know this or i didn't know this to that extent you know like yeah you know it's uh it's very easy to just not to not educate yourself yeah and it's, it's I think really you, easy i think it's oh it's okay not to say something if you genuinely don't have the information but it's up to you to go and get that information yeah i've and i've always been at like you've heard it from me before where i i've always been like try not to be super political as a musician if you i mean for in my spot it's always because i don't know enough but right it's re- really this past week and everything that's been happening with you know, use your platform. It means that like, don't not post anything because you don't know enough. Fucking learn it, you know, like yeah. look into it yeah. and then spread the, yeah. spread the message. Cause I mean, we've, we've, we've all been developing these platforms where we want people to hear us. And yeah. now, now is the time to be fucking spreading the, the message more than anything, you know, that's, but I don't know. Um, yeah, no, of course. Using your and platform. It's the, yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've, it's been awesome seeing bands uh, that aren't even like huge, huge that are, but still have a bit of a following uh, that have been doing their part, and that's really inspiring. Yeah, and I've been thinking about that too. You know, I'm like, okay, I got this podcast uh, that you know doesn't have a huge following, and I have this band that doesn't have a huge following, but I still care. And like, how can I use that? And I've kind of been waiting to do this podcast episode to be like, I can't. The thing that can be scary about doing stuff in in written form on uh, especially on Facebook is that stuff can be kind of taken out of context or you can't fully explain yeah. yourself. Yeah, definitely. And I get to actually use my voice when we're doing something like this. And mm-hmm. I mean, I could still say some, something stupid, but well, yeah, I always <laughs> wind up just, from... you'll, you'll, you'll wind up typing out so much and then you'll delete it. Cause you think it's stupid or whatever. It's like yeah. when, when you're speaking, it's just a little easier, you know, there's no backspace. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you just, <laughs> Yeah. You just say yeah. what you're feeling and, you know. But. Well, and like, uh, I've been thinking a lot this week about uh, where I've like, where I grew up and everything, which I know is like at this point, it's probably kind of like a meme of where I grew up because it like comes up every episode. <laughs> but I was thinking about it in terms of just like, man, like, of course I don't know about any of this shit. Like, I grew up in this small town that is not close to any city. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, a St. Thomas situation where it's like, it's a small town, but like London's right there. There's nothing close. And 
it's you know exclusively or um, basically exclusively like an all white area yeah uh it's a more conservative area but it's like of, of course most people that grow up in that situation don't know uh about like racial racial issues and stuff and and i was kind of equating it almost i know it's not the same thing but just if you think back to when you know coronavirus was starting who who the fuck took that seriously over here nobody because yeah. it was on the other side of the world and honestly growing up in 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 towns like that you know stuff that's happening in the states might as well be on the other side of the world because it's just it's nothing close to it man like right. every police officer that i've have a personal connection with and me for like there's multiple officers that either like I'm good friends with their kids or whatever that like, we're on like a nickname basis, not even like a first name basis. Right, like, that, that, those town. are my experiences with mm-hmm. police officers. And that's again, most people's experience with people that I've grown up, that's their experience. So then when they see all this shit, you know, going on around the world, it's really easy to just disassociate with that and be like, Oh, there's no way it could be that bad. What do you mean? Right. You know, Meaford shuts down at 7.30, so I don't understand, like, why they're breaking windows and stuff. Like, go home. (laughs) And it's like, well, (laughs) it's it's very different. It's very different than than the world you know. And it's just, and I think that that's why it's important to have these conversations and not, I've seen less of it this past week in terms of arguing online. Yeah, I know. I've seen, seen a more lot of discussion. Agreeing. I've seen more understanding. Man, you have to if if even if you know if you and I disagree on something like politically or whatever, even musically, like we're gonna have a conversation about it because we're right. friends. Yeah, and I think it's important to approach. I mean, some people are just being fucking assholes because they just want to be assholes. But it's important to understand like some people are ignorant, and it's not coming from a place of like hate. It's just coming from a place of like the context in which they grew up, and they're not it's it's not, not impossible educated. to and and yeah they're not you know take the time and be like hey man like i saw you say this thing like why do you believe that you know yeah. and they might they might not necessarily have a reason for why they believe that it's important to have a discussion because now you know we're trying to get more people on the on the side of what's right you know and when you when you're yelling and screaming your point even though you could be right people don't want to that's not how you you know enlighten no, individuals. No, you know? again, they're all irrational and everything. Yeah, so I don't know. I know I just went on like a huge rant there, but I've been thinking about this. No, all that's week. okay. <laughs> um, I was just gonna say to to put a pin in it all. Like, yeah, so many people just don't even think that that racism occurs in Canada. You know, and I mean, yeah, that's why there's so much that, that can be said with that statement. But to to just kind of wrap it just for the sake because we have we have an actual topic that we wanted to pursue for yeah. the episode but um racism happens here and and it needs to be dealt with it needs to end mm-hmm. it needs to stop and there's systemic racism police brutality all that shit happens here in canada and and Absolutely. something needs to be done about it and today the demonstration in Vic park was incredible like the i saw aerial yeah. shots of the, like london brought it today which is amazing but we need yeah. to keep doing it because it's not one one march doesn't doesn't solve everything one you know but it all helps and uh and to sum it all up we we stand with with the movement that's happening here and all over the world and uh we we hope that we can truly make a difference of course and and the thing too is like it doesn't don't let don't let the media kind of bury this in a couple weeks um no no I've what I've like I said I I've done a lot of reading this week and I have a lot more 
to read and to do. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I don't think you need to feel obligated to to say something uh, online, but you should feel obligated just to be educated and to yes. to do your part. Hundred percent. And and when voting time comes around, man, you got to do that shit. And and you know, talk to people. You know, educate yourself and talk to people. And if you don't know something, fucking ask somebody. And yeah. let's stop screaming at each other on online and let's yeah. stop telling people that they're fucking idiots and yeah. let's just try to talk to for sure you know everybody um, love everybody god damn it everybody everybody love everybody yeah and it's not that easy but we're working on it and i think yeah. that that's the most important this thing. it feels positive and it feels a little bit different this time around and mm-hmm. honestly i think if anything there's a weird silver lining to being fucking quarantined for the last couple months has been the fact that uh, people are that much more irritable and people yeah. are, are that much more ready to go. And I think that a lot of that energy has been focused into something positive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been seeing a yeah. lot more compassion as well as a result. I think, you know, like when, when people can actually come together, they're like thankful to be in the presence of other people and to be, yes. Being and, able yeah. To and listen. we've been saying for weeks, like, I just want to hug my friends again and, and hang out and, this is, you know, we still can't really do that, but we, this is another way to come together and yeah. it's fighting for just the greater good. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That's probably, that's probably all two white dudes can say about, uh, yeah. say about that. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, we aren't going to stop talking about it either with, no, we're, we're going to keep no. spreading the word and trying to educate ourselves and try to educate others. And that's all we can really do. And we hope that everyone that listens to the podcast can kind of learn and grow for sure. And if you can like, you know, go, uh, I think Craig and I both have a link in our bios on like our personal bios. uh, Yes. Some information to donate uh, that I found helpful. If you can donate, even if it's a little bit, do your research. There's Mm -hmm. lots of different things. You don't have to donate to everything. Do your research on where you'd like your money to go. Yeah. And uh, and donate if you can. Sign petitions again. Do your research. You're not uh, you know you're not obligated to do anything, but do your research and and do what you feel is uh, right, best, whatever. Every every you know, bit helps. There's lots of ways to help. Hundred percent. So, in saying that, uh, what are we what are we going to transition to? Um, yeah. Musically. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna continue on with a one of our regular musical kind of themes. For a discussion, uh, I was thinking about it for the past uh, week and a half, you know, before all of this went down and before we decided to take a break. But um, we've kind of touched on it a little bit in uh, several other things. But projects, I guess, as as a whole, but having multiple projects and and diversifying your projects as a musician, you know, because I mean, I know you and I have very different. Uh, we've we've got different. Um, kind of histories with having multiple projects and we've all kind of Mm -hmm. seen a lot of different examples of it where I've always been, you know, I've, I've, I've been the musician for hire. I've done session stuff. I've been touring. I've been the touring member before. And then I've also had multiple bands at a time, you know, and, and my opinion on whether or not that's a good thing differs sometimes, but I've always done it, you know? Yeah. And then there's other musicians that, only pursue one project like very wholeheartedly you know and that winds up paying off for them really well too um but yeah like what um what uh what do you think is like the best way to per to, to pursue 
um, a project? Do you think it's good to kind of have like a ton going on at the same time or to just kind of like go into one thing as, as hard as you possibly can? I think, uh, I mean, I only have experience really in pursuing like the one project. Um, I think that everybody's kind of, I guess it depends what your mentality is. You know, I've had friends and, uh, and band members that I know were in multiple bands that were just kind of, even I might say initially, I don't want to speak for anybody, but initially we're like, well, fucking I'm in three bands. So one of them is bound to work, but then they necessarily aren't putting in the work to to like help, help them do the thing. And Mm -hmm. I think if that's the case, it's like, well, what the fuck are you, what are you doing then? Um, but I think that like, I would, I would, I mean, you could speak to it more. I would think like in the case of you're usually doing different stuff in every project that you work on. And yeah. I think that that kind of satiates your, your musical needs, you know, for like, for me personally, I like writing songs and fronting a band. And then I kind of like the whole marketing idea, you know, I kind of like to take control in a sense. And so yeah. like I get, everything is sort of handled in lost arts. And then I can like kind of fuck off and do some like acoustic stuff or whatever by myself. Um, yeah. But I'm like pretty like fully satiated with, with lost arts where I think like other people, you know, you could say like Drake, for example, drums in a, like a, a hard rock band or whatever. And then he drums in a pop band, which is two, they're two totally different projects for sure. You know, so he gets to kind of explore those, those avenues. Yeah, and and I've I've always pursued multiple musical projects at the same time and yeah, you're right. They they're usually very different styles of music and stuff like that too. And usually I'll be, you know, I'll play bass in one thing and then I'm singing in another thing or mm-hmm. whatever. But um I've even just recently I've kind of been doing it more, but like pursuing not even like multiple musical things at the same time, but also like I mean, I've diversified into this podcast thing which I've mm-hmm. been really enjoying. Um, and then also like learning new instruments. I've been like trying to learn piano and shit. Yeah. So I think having multiple projects as an artist is like a really good thing to do. But like I said, I like my, my opinion on whether or not like having a, a ton of different musical projects, like different bands, active bands at the same time, I always think that it's like a bit counterproductive because you have like your hand in so many fucking, so many little mm-hmm. things. Um, and you can't really focus on one wholeheartedly if you're doing that, but at yeah, the same, that, that's at the same what I've time, I've always wondered with, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh no. I, like, uh, at the same time, I like focusing on so many genres at the same time. Cause I think, yeah, it, it really helps with my musicianship and with other people's musicianship to pursue so many different genres and styles of music. Right. Well, I was, I was just going to say too, like, I'm not, uh, and like, I'm not trying to call out my band. Like, all of my band members are in other bands, right? Um, but there's definitely been times where it's like, oh, what do we, what are we doing? Because like, we got plans, and I know all though. Like, and they're all in other bands that we kind of all have a similar end goal, and that can get frustrating because it's like, mm-hmm. well, we all have a similar end goal, and I want all of us to succeed, but now we all have kind of the same band members that are all sort of spread thin and have like three band practices to navigate a week. And, and then on top of that, it's like, you know, multiple bands that all are going to the studio, you know? So for me, for studio time, it's like, all right, it's going to be X amount of dollars, you know, where like 
for for Drake, it's like, all right, well, like X amount of dollars for Lost Arts, and then like, okay, well, Dime's also going into the studio too, so it's gonna be the same. It's gonna be this much money for Dime stuff, mm-hmm. and then we got artwork, and that always makes me nervous. Of like, financially, you got to cover that shit too, because it's not like I'm in. This is my main band, and then I fucking play in this like punk rock band, but we don't really do shows, and we're just kind of fucking around and yeah. whatever. It's a way to like blow off a Thursday night, then. Right. You know, I, it's got to be tough, kind of being in two projects or multiple projects, and the the goal for all of them is like, yo, we want to fucking make money. We want to blow up and fucking, then act like we <laughs> yeah. don't know nobody. You know. Yeah, we want to fucking play at Coachella in a couple of years. Yeah. So like, you know, and it's like, holy fuck, like, it's it's stressful. And I think what happens is it's like. Hey, like I'm doing a lot of the booking and I'm doing a lot of this and I'm doing a lot. Like, can somebody help? Mm. And it's like, well, I want to help, but also like I, I'm doing this thing in this band. And right. It's like, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Like all, do, all of those doing? projects for me, I've, it, it's always either been like determined early on or like at the very beginning that like the higher ones, it's always like, yeah, I'm learning the songs for this gig or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah. or where you start a band for shits and it's like, Hey, I'm actually, I, I am the bass player for heart attack kids. So yeah, I'll play. Right. I'll play in this, and we're gonna write some stuff. We're gonna fuck around. But I mean, if as soon as tour time comes, like I'm not fucking going out of my way to play seven six five with you guys. You know that kind exactly. of thing. And yeah. um, and I've been doing that lately because I mean I've been doing I've been pursuing solo stuff, which I uh, like dedicating time. That's been one dilemma for me and 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 uh, and heart attack kids, where I'm like, oh shit, I gotta. I got to get these demos done, but then like also I'm like writing and recording my own music. So like yeah. scheduling is always something that you got to keep in mind when you're doing this oh, multiple yeah. projects thing. But for for the most part in my experience of like playing in a lot of different acts, it's pretty easy to manage your scheduling as long as you do know that you have one main thing. So it's yeah. like it you kind of have to compromise where I think you do need to have a main thing and like know that you're going to, if, if all else fails, you have to be dedicated to dropping everything to do one. You know, you gotta, right. you gotta be able to pick oh, one, but um, that's what I always feel. Weird. And like, I also want to say like, I just kind of had this whole thing where I kind of shit on my band. I'd like to switch and say a positive thing first <laughs> before I go to this other thing mm-hmm. is that like when it's time to do lot start stuff, everybody always shows up and we, and we get stuff done. Right. And that's all that matters. Getting stuff done behind the scenes sometimes, like in this whole quarantine thing, has proven to like not be as successful, um, myself included. Um, but when it's when it's we get together, like shit gets done and there are yeah. ideas. So it's not necessarily like there's not even ideas floating around. Like when we're together, it's fucking good. It's mm. just the fact that there's other bands going on. But that's the other thing is like I feel like I'm in this weird uh, competition with my friend like so and also for people that don't know like lost arts dime anella in the early hours and cake face all respectively share members right and which is crazy like, like everybody has yeah actually i guess like now that like hayden doesn't play in cake face anymore but it used to be like anella had two like a bass player from two bands and then alex Indrick plays in dimes and anella and then drake mm-hmm. plays in lost arts and dime and nick plays in lost arts and cake face and it's so it's this weird revolving thing crazy and we all want each other to be successful but then it's also this weird thing of like well who's gonna go where like yeah. if shit like if when everybody had to get exclusive to, yeah when yeah. are we gonna be able to go on tour for two weeks at a time 
Yeah, that's the thing, and like, and that's the other thing is like, every, all like, it, that's the all the bands started around the same time, and all the bands have been progressing at relatively the same pace. <laughs> so, right. so that's so, where like so two were like, let's try to like do, and it's like this race to the studio. It's and I could be totally wrong, and all those guys could be listening to this thing, being like, "Fuck, Caleb, completely wrong, yeah, about? incorrect." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's a little like I don't even think of think that way in like this like aggressive way, but it's. It no. is kind of just something that's always in the back of my mind. Is like, yeah, and I've, but, I've and had like, that I've, feeling before where it's like I've been – because I've been – then again, I've always made it established like I've got a main thing. Like when I when I had three bands at a time that I was an original member in um, was when I was with Radio Caroline. And I was in Death Sentence and Over Flowers at the same time. And I just right. I, I just told both of them, I was like, listen, Radio Caroline's my main thing. If we book a tour, I'm going. Or if I have studio time right. with them, I'm going. And, like, I'm going to invest money in Radio Caroline first. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah like, you kind of have to be prepared to cut the cord sometimes, I think. Like, you got to be able to pick yeah. one. Like, that. If that, just in, in terms of touring, because, I mean, Heart Attack Kids, we made that, uh, that kind of, we had that discussion once where it was, you know, we always have to account for the fact that we're going to have a tour schedule and we need right. to be available. And this has got to be like, we got to be pushing the online campaigns and blah, blah, blah. So like you got to, yeah. yeah, I think you do have to have a main thing, but um, having multiple projects has been great for me. And uh, I, for actually one specific example I was thinking of was Serena. Um, whenever I play with her, like she has, probably two or three bass players that she will she'll get if someone else is unavailable right, right? and like yeah. she's got a bunch of guitar players and a, and a couple drummers but all of the members that play with serena are in several other bands right like i mean right. mark swan is our drummer and that guy's in like 20 bands like it's crazy <laughs> and then josh uh josh try he plays guitar for uh, several projects i'm pretty sure too he's the main the main thing for him is five oceans um yeah. And yeah, I mean, with with the solo artist, it's so easy. But I mean, it it helps as a solo artist, I think, to to have those people that play in multiple bands because you're like, oh well, I can definitely just ask Mark to play drums, or you know, like, right. oh well, I can definitely just call Craig. He'll probably play bass for like that one song, yeah. or whatever, yeah. right? So, God, God save the uh, multiple projects, people. Yeah, <laughs> it will, and that's the thing. I know, like Nick's like come to me before. I've been like, you know, I don't. I don't probably like I don't pick one band over the other or whatever and I'm like yeah I, I don't necessarily think that you do it's it's just it, it also sucks and I think that every I think all of those other bands would say that too of like it does suck that the share members because you know again like the, you kind of have like the core member in all of those bands that's doing like a majority of the heavy lifting because everybody else is also doing like multiple projects or whatever yeah you know it's it's definitely frustrating but it uh coming from somebody that's like the the guy that doesn't have multiple projects um but i also appreciate like you know musically you have to kind of dip your toe in in everything if you feel the need to do that you know i think for me it's like i don't need multiple projects because in lost arts i'm doing the thing that i want to do like i don't have i don't have the desire to like also play guitar right. in a band and I don't feel the need to like go sing in another band because like my voice is well documented in Lost Arts. Like everything, you know, essentially the voice of that band is are my th 
thoughts and experiences. Yeah. So I don't, I don't need like another project to be like, well, I feel like my voice isn't being heard. <laughs> like yeah, my voice yeah. is being heard. You're getting, you're getting <laughs> the fulfillment a, that you need with, with the one act. Yeah. It's not like, and I think that's, and like, that's the thing too is like, you know, Nick just wants to fucking play guitar, you know? And it's like, he gets to play it, I think a little heavier in cake face. And that's like maybe right. a little more nuanced in, in mm-hmm. lost arts or whatever. But, yeah, I, I get it. I, I like being able to wear. I don't a love multiple. it, but I get <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I like to wear multiple hats. So I mean, like, I like being in in multiple bands where I get to be like the country bass player, and then I get to be like the fucking Axl Rose asshole in another band. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, you know, I've been thinking this whole time too. Like, my other project, I guess, is this. Like doing the podcast is another thing that mm-hmm. I like put yeah. focus and energy into i've been particularly you know, that's really like another that. yeah it's like another, it's another avenue and it's i was talking about music i love talking about music it's talking about and then it also relates back to like how can i make my band better you know they kind of go hand in hand in a way and yeah, uh, you know getting information from other people or whatever other tactics Mm-hmm. So I guess that's another another way. I just like to talk basically, and sometimes that's it's in the form of singing, and it's yeah. in the form of rambling into a microphone. Yeah, gotta use your voice, my guy. Uh, yeah. 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 I've been um, just for to to broaden the topic of multiple projects, especially with this quarantine. I've been like thinking, like, what other kind of like avenues could i take you know because i mean i i also i was just kind of sitting on my porch the other day and i've got the art bank like right by my place and i was just kind of looking at the art bank and i was like man i should start like painting that'd be kind of fun you know and i mean like the podcast was like right when the quarantine started i bought a microphone and a camera and i was like i'm gonna be a youtuber and uh (laughs) And yeah, it's kind of like an extension of that. I was like, I could try painting or like, and then I was like, oh, let's learn. Now I should learn how to play piano. So I got piano and um, like having multiple projects is super healthy, man. Like you can kind of, you know, you can get a taste of everything and see what you like best. Yeah, for sure. And like, that's the other thing. Like that's, I always tell people that I'm like, you should be doing so I think like it's, it's easy to still get complacent, like in the thing that you're doing, you know, it's like, yeah get out of your comfort zone a little bit like fucking if you're gonna play guitar today play the fucking learn a different song like learn a like a different genre learn something that you've never fucking played before yeah because i think that that's something that's like you can get kind of trapped in the same old shit yeah it's like you can kind of constantly rediscover your instrument or you know move on to something else because that's the other thing too it's like how cool would it be to get back into like the into rehearsing or whatever and it's like hey i fucking started to fuck around with synths and like i feel like i could bring this to the band yeah totally all right (laughs) okay totally cool let's do that i'm excited to be done with the quarantine and like i've been i think i've been coming along pretty quickly but i really like the idea of like coming back from this and like if shows come back i could like come back with like a solo show and be like hey i'm a fucking piano man now what up yeah. You know, I want yeah. I want that like Paul McCartney Hey Jude shot where I'm just like like looking right directly in the yeah. camera and like <laughs> I definitely want that. I'm I'm uh, I'm looking forward to. It. I think I'm well on my way. But um and I mean that's what pursuing other projects means. You can get fulfillment in other ways that you otherwise wouldn't have. Yeah, you just got to kind of always be 
challenging yourself. And I think like, and that's the thing like through this whole podcast is like totally amplified the way I've looked at, um, uh, marketing the band, you know? And I think, uh, you know, I've been, dude, I've been looking at people, some people, I'm not going to call anybody it directly cause it's not meant to necessarily be like a negative thing. But people just being like, just like Beyonce songs and being like, yeah, we're putting this out like tomorrow. You're like, what? What are yeah, you talking about? I know. I see that too. What do you mean? And there's been a couple of local bands doing it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you? And, they're, and the thing is, man, is they're great bands and the songs are great. And I'm like, you did nothing. You didn't talk to a PR no guy. You did campaign. no promo leading up to this. Like, what are you doing? It's like they got too excited or something. Yeah, it's weird. I'm like, why, dude? There's a band a couple of weeks ago that I left. They're fucking great dudes, and they're they're a really great local band. And they've done it like the past couple singles of just like this comes out in a couple of days. And I'm like, yeah. why aren't you promoting it? You guys are like, I don't know, I don't know. And it's, it just blows my mind. And and I just think back because like I put so much thought into what we were doing, and we did like so much work into promo, and I think it paid off as as well as it could have paid off in the moment. And it's fun. And it like just adds that like extra bit of personality to the thing that you're doing. Right. And I'm like, why are you just dropping songs like you're fucking Jay-Z? I like, know, you know, yeah. It just, I, it just <laughs> makes like, me feel like they're like, they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot where it's, it's almost like what we were talking about last time with um, like if, if, if a local artist were to like exclusively put their music out on Spotify or something, it's like it's yeah, like, it yeah. feels like you're you're almost like intentionally limiting your market here where like just less people are going to know that your shit's coming out and then you're just going to be like here's my new song and like only you know only half the people that would have otherwise seen it have seen it and then the next day it's not a new song anymore and it's like hey yeah. we put out a song yesterday and people are like oh what the hell like it just yeah it, whatever man it seems counterproductive yeah I, yeah. I was thinking too like if like people can go back, you know, somebody discovers us in fucking a couple months. Like there's still some fun shit that they can go back and look at on our social right. media. That's not even like that far back. And it's like that. Cause if, if say if somebody hears the song and they're like, who the fuck is this? And they like do a little bit of research. Now they have some fucking stupid videos to watch that will either turn them off and be like, fuck <laughs> these guys. They're not funny. Or they'll, or they'll be like, Oh, these guys are fucking like weird i'm into it yeah you know and you should you should definitely like i don't know just like hey we're putting a song out like what are you doing come on yeah i know i know it's off topic but it just it seems kind of lazy yeah it's just like come on man especially especially when it's a good band i mean you see bands doing that they're like yeah some work and it's like all right well whatever but when when bands are like legitimately just like are fucking good it's like, come on, guys. Yeah, and they just toss it out. Because I mean, it's frustrating because it's like, you, c- my band doesn't even get that many plays. And we fucking put the work in. And it's like, you guys could be getting way more plays than this. And you're just not putting in the effort. Right. Yeah, I love I love the, how you put that where it's like they're beyond saying it. It's just like, you're not, yeah. like, if you, were, if you were super famous and you know your platform's going to hit like a billion people and they're all going to share it and like tell all their fucking, you know, they're going to tell their dog about it. You can yeah. just kind of be like, here's a song. And people are like, oh, they're just going to yeah. eat it up. But for us, yeah. it's like, it's a, there's a whole campaign. You got to like tell people it's coming out. And then you got to like sponsor an ad, come up with a ton of things so you can put out in fresh content with the same thing and really push it. And yeah, when, when these local artists just like 
here's a song it's like you just like pissed away a recording where like it's like no one's yeah. gonna even see it because just yeah. you, you just didn't do enough of a campaign yeah i just i always yeah. feel like it's like a lazy move when people do that hot take and man but, i i can't wait to get to the day where we can just fucking drop a thing I know, right? Like, Wait, what don't the, have what to worry fuck? about fucking having like a million photos <laughs> yeah. and like a little video what's, clips what's and shit. Yeah, fuck that. But I don't know. I'm a. I fucking love promo stuff, man. It's again, it's a part I know. of. The, I know this comes up like every episode, but it's like it's part of why I love Queens of the Stone Age because their promos are always fucking great. They're always spot on, yeah. and that's a band that could just be like, here we put out some shit, like fucking listen to it and i'd yeah. be like okay yeah you be the first for sure, one listen to it yeah but it's like uh, when they put out that's like f- they put out these hilarious videos or or just really like artistic creative uh you know videos or whatever it's like fuck yeah man like now i'm stoked about this thing even more yeah queens of the stone mm-hmm. age have released a new video caleb thompson yeah. likes this <laughs> I actually saw it today and I was weary about sharing it and I haven't shared it, but apparently it's the 20th anniversary of Rated R, which is a great Ooh, album. Nice. And uh, it's just the Lost Arts account has been quiet and I, I'm always like, should I? I didn't really say anything. Should I, should I post this thing on our story? Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. Anyway, that's not, a, <laughs> that's not exciting content. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I know we deviated a little bit from the original topic, but I don't know. My uh, I I love that uh, that my friends have multiple projects, but it's definitely frustrating as like a band uh, leader, I guess. With yeah. Quote, with quotations, a band leader, it can be frustrating sometimes. Totally. Yeah. When you've got a main project, and uh, especially yeah. for scheduling, right? And and oh yeah, scheduling. Jared. Shows are shows are the pain in the ass. Yeah, hundred percent. And which yeah. has come up a couple of times, man. Like, uh, well, I know, like when we opened for Royal Tusk, like Cakeface had a show the same day, but we made that work. Uh, Nick played with us, and I think uh, actually, I think Cakeface just did like a three piece thing, but mm. uh. Yeah, I mean, there was actually one, there was one time where Dime got a really good show offer and Lost Arts had a gig, and I was like, "Well, we have a gig," and then, but it was like it was pretty far out, and I was like, no, "You know no. what? Like, don't uh, don't worry about it. Like, just fucking do the show. Like, that show is way bigger, and you guys should do it." And yeah. Then they like lost the show opportunity, and I felt like, which it sounded like it actually wasn't my fault, but it it felt like it was my fault at yeah. the start, but uh. I felt I like I like texted Cam and I was like I'm so sorry because at the start I was like hesitant I was like well like fuck man like we've had this show booked for a while and then like five minutes went by and I was like no that's not right like this dime show is bigger and so I texted Drake and I was like do the fucking like of course do the gig right yeah and uh and then Drake texted me at the other day he's like yeah we didn't get the show but apparently Cam was like didn't text the guy back right away and then he Uh, texted him back like later and the guy's like oh yeah we actually got these other bands but what happened was they asked like a bunch of bands like at the same time i guess yeah it was like a round round was like well i thought when you fucking offered me the show like you were offering us the show like i didn't realize that i had like 45 seconds to get back to you yeah for you as a test against a race against time or some shit yeah, so we like kind of made a deal after that, where I was like, if we get a big show offer, like just fucking say yes, and we'll figure out the we'll yeah, figure out exactly. the band member we'll situation it afterwards. Because it's like we were playing at like Harmony Lunch in Waterloo, and I was like, and this was like a music hall show, 
Right. And I was like, yeah. I was like, how selfish of me to be Pretty like. Pretty big difference. Actually, we're playing in this sandwich shop, so no, <laughs> sorry. Because <laughs> yeah. I know if the roles were reversed, I'd be like, fuck off. Like, no, we're t- yeah. <laughs> we're taking the we're taking our drummer. So I was like, definitely just those those shows that have like higher, that are bigger like that. Yeah, take yeah, them. gotta pick your and battles on that one. At, but also, I mean, yeah, like, the tours, show was dude. months out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, so and tours yeah. too, and right? It, if it was like you're sharing a member, and it's like we've got this gig that we got to play. It's like, dude, I've got like a fucking month long tour I'm being offered here. All right, and like. It's yeah. in the middle of the tour. It's like, I'm not picking one show over an entire tour. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. I know that's the thing. And it's it's a weird situation because everybody's working and stuff. And then you get these, like, that's the other thing is you got to try to, like, have a job where you can kind of, you're able to sort of fuck off mm-hmm. and and do the things that you want to do. But, uh, yeah, we haven't run into that yet. We're still working on getting the audience so we can do, like, actual tours. Yeah. I feel but, that. But uh, those will that'll pose other issues, I think, when the time comes. But it does feel like I'm in this race, kind of, with my with my friends, and I want us all to win. But uh, yeah, for sure, it'd just be it'd be easier if we all shared the same, or if we all played the same genre, and we could just fucking do. Yeah, why together. don't we all just be in one huge London band? Just everyone, every musician <laughs> in London, <laughs> yeah. just be in a band together, and then problem solved, guys. I mean, Anella and I always joke about just touring together, which would just be fucking so fun, but. We we do play we played a couple like cross genre shows before but I got like I don't know yeah wouldn't it be nice know. yeah if you guys were all in the same genre and it was like Lost Arts Cake Face Dime and Anella in the early hours all went on tour together <laughs> forever which is a hilarious lineup that lineup's so funny we're making it happen but Lost Arts Cake know, Face Dime Anella in the early hours four way headline. <laughs> you know Fall what, you 2021 could, uh, <laughs> you could like it you can transition that lineup though like you either For sure start, you could you, you either start with dime or you start with cake face but you go like dime anella lost arts cake face yeah that'd or, be like, sick cake face lost arts anella. we're making this tour happen Just because like it goes basically from like uh like easiest listen to, to like, heaviest loud, yeah. loudest or whatever yeah but, Dude, yeah. I'll I'll jump on that tour. We'll fucking I'll play some solo tunes. We'll go we'll go full ballad yeah, rock at the o- end. You can open with the yeah 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 yeah. We'll close with just one guy and a piano. Yeah, I'm fucking in, dude. I'm ready. To, I'm ready for my fucking <laughs> Elton John close up. Oh yeah, man! I can't wait for that. You got to do like a whole album now. Yeah, hundred percent. It's uh, I've I'm, actually I've actually <laughs> been debating that. That this isn't a stay tuned post, I swear. But I've been debating doing a a whole kind of piano man album, and I would love to do oh, that. Oh, dude. So stay tuned post just coming up with it. Now we're going to write a lost arts ballad and then like, and yeah, you'll play on the song. Yeah, man. Dude, I can't wait for it. I keep telling Nick that where he's like, we got to do an album. And I'm like, only if there's a fucking seventies ballad on it though. Yeah. Only way I'm doing an album is if track seven is a fucking ballad. That's yes, the only way I'm dude. doing it. Yes, dude. Yes. I'm shipping a lost <laughs> arts ballad right now. Only way I'm doing it, it's got to be 11 songs, and track seven has to be a ballad. What album happening. are you? You got to be making like a direct album joke right now. What album has track seven? I don't as even a know. I have no idea. Is Dude, that like a rule of thumb? Can you hey, imagine? Any 
any Kiss album, any album from by Warrant or Track Seven is a ballad. I would love, I would love if that was like like a well kept secret in the music industry where it's like, yeah, any full length album. If you go to Track Nine, there's definitely gonna be a fucking theremin on it, or like some shit like that, or like Track Five on every album is forever a ballad. I'm just trying to think like uh, where Beth lands on Destroyer. I want to find out too because that's exactly what I was thinking. Is it Track Seven? I'm pretty just. Shut up. It, uh, it is. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, it's eight. Fuck. Ah, uh, all right. Fuck. That would have been Destroyer, the funniest shit. I thought Destroyer had nine songs, so I, and I was I was counting from the bottom, and I was like, motherfucker, it's seven. Uh, Damn it. I should have lied. So I should have lied. Nobody would have fact, fact-checked me. No, no should've one would have fact-checked us. That would have been funny. Damn it. Maybe that was like a deluxe. Uh, it could have been a deluxe version. So yeah, maybe I'm, we're saying, you maybe know what, I'm Beth, wrong. is. what's one song on there that sucks? We can just delete it from that album. Probably Dude, none of them because it's Kiss. <laughs> They're all good. You know what is funny, though? Uh, if you go to the album and uh, you might also like is a Spotify playlist called Power Ballad. So Sick. Uh, yeah, it's because <laughs> Beth is on there. Yeah. Wait, yeah. What You know what's on here? The Bad. seventh song from any album for yeah. the fucking <laughs> a collection of seventh songs. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's, that's so, so funny, funny, dude! Every ballad is track seven. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. Funny. Oh man, there's a fucking like classic ballad. Oh, I always escapes me, but my dad listens to fucking uh, that uh, Sirius XM channel, fucking uh, like the hair metal one. Yeah, man. Hair Nation. Oh my god! Oh fuck! And there's a song on there. It's not on this playlist. And my mom, every time it comes on, she's like, "You should learn this song." That's so funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna remember it like as soon as we fucking stop this podcast. Perfect. But uh, it's gonna bother me. That's gonna bug me. But I'm gonna I'll figure it out. But uh, it's so funny, and it's just like the most classic fucking like '70s rock ballad of all time. Yeah, I I'm trying to escape the the pattern of only learning ballads on the piano right now. It's like I went over to my my family's place the other day. Like I was seeing all my extended family and everything too, and uh, and they were like, "Play us a song on the piano." And I like I like played a Bob Dylan song, which was a ballad. And then they were like, play yeah. one of your songs, and I was just like, "Are you sure?" Because they're kind of sad, <laughs> yeah. you know. Like yeah. so, I played it. <laughs> And yeah, like one of my family members got like all emotional listening to it. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, I'm like, no. I was like, I can't even save this by like playing another song that's happier because all of my other songs are like fucking sad ballad songs. Yeah. Like, fuck, I gotta all learn songs. I gotta sad. learn some like fucking honky tonk, like genuine, just fucking upbeat. I gotta learn like Obla Di Bla Da. Right. Yeah, <laughs> or Obla that's, Di Obla Da. How, I'm, not a, I'm not a newbie that's on the piano stuff. Always feel about uh about like playing songs for like family members or whatever. Where they're like, yeah. just play some one of yours. And my mom's like, I like that because I heard the words. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I didn't want you to hear the words. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want you to hear the words. It You'll just, come <laughs> me if you hear that the makes words. me think of that meme where it was like, uh, it was like, I want to die. I want to fucking die. I'm so sad. <laughs> and then it's like me, <laughs> like a white folk punk idiot. It's like this is good. This is really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh my god! I've had that before too. Play one of play one of your songs. I'm like, they're all like, I'm so sad. I am so fucking sad. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And then you're like, yeah, some of the words in here. I don't yeah. think. Uh, like, by the way, I'm totally those, like, fine, guys. <laughs> I'm actually yeah. totally <laughs> yeah. all right. This is just the songs that I'm I, writing. I know there was a lyric in there that literally said, "I'm not okay," but that's I'm totally good. <laughs> but I'm I am. Totally Everything's good. good. Everything's good. Right now, we're we're fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, just, I was feeling emotional when I wrote those. When I penned the lyrics, 
<laughs> yeah, that's hilarious, man. <laughs> anyway, we're um, um, yeah, we're getting to that point. We can probably wrap her up, but um, for sure, we want to hear from you guys though. Um, do you guys uh, who we're gonna do a poll here? Do you guys have multiple bands or are you dedicated to one? We want to hear from you. Yeah, and if uh, and if you're like me and you just have the one band and then your band members are in all of the bands, do you hate? All of your band members and all of the other bands that <laughs> I've definitely just like so just, made the argument on both sides where I'm like, like you should probably just have sure. one thing where you can just put your whole self into it, and then also it's like, man, fuck doing just one thing forever. This thing, like, you should try, you should try it all out and see what you like best. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's really cool that like Lost Stars is a main project for everybody because ultimately that band was created first. So like, it's mm. cool that they all of those guys have other side projects and all those bands are side projects and not like main projects. Right. So uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love all my friends and um, I'm fucking seeing the finish line, motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, go go and donate and do your fucking research because because uh, we're not done we're not done with this motherfucking protest and we're gonna uh, somehow some way we're gonna change the world uh and it starts with everybody individually so yeah i'd like to thank everybody for listening to we should jam sometime and uh we're fucking back we still got some uh some podcasts that have just been itching to be released uh but we took a breath uh out of just solidarity for some other shit that's going on but we're gonna be releasing those mm. um in the days to follow so we'll fucking talk to everybody soon uh, I love you. Be kind to your friends and your neighbors. And we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you soon, Bye. guys.